This is the Your Harrogate Podcast. Now, please welcome your host, Nick Hancock. Good morning, or good afternoon, or good evening. Welcome to the Your Harrogate Podcast, sponsored by Hacks. It's podcast number eight with me, Nick Hancock, here in lockdown, which is why I'm joined by Sarah, my wife. Hello. And it's Saturday, which means it's Strictly Day. Which means it's open a bottle of Prosecco Day. <laughs> and who do you like the most on Strictly this year? I like Harvey. With no vowels. No vowel Harvey. Maisie, who's in EastEnders, but I don't watch EastEnders. So that's good that I already like her. And Caroline Quentin and Jamie. That's pretty much everybody. <laughs> they are having to make a change. There's no audience allowed at oh. all in Strictly now that we're into lockdown tonight. But they are still an essential, an essential oh, business. They are key workers, those dancers. <laughs> they are key workers. I think they're good for the nation's mental health. Yes, this is very true. Well, we're trying to cheer. We're doing our best to cheer up with our daily podcast here. And um, we've got some great guests on over the next few days. But today, one of my absolute favourites, superstar, celebrity chef, Steph Moon. Welcome to today's podcast, superstar celebrity chef Steph Moon. It is so nice to see you. And just tell me, where whereabouts are you in the house, Steph, on this Zoom call? On this Zoom call, I'm in my dining room. So um, I've lit a few candles. I've gone atmospheric, Nick. <laughs> the flowers. Yeah, I've, I've tried to create a nice warm feeling because I think that's what we all need at the minute. You are just like me. You're a real people person aren't you you're a real you're very very charismatic person always always have loads of laughs so how do you find because obviously you you like me like being out and about how do you find lockdown times well you know I've I've just spent a couple of days helping people close their kitchens and you know as a chef that is a heart-wrenching thing to do and it's difficult but um I think you know the mood out there is optimistic I think people Yes, we're in lockdown. Yes, it's tough. We all know what we're doing now. We all know how to cope with it. Um, and, it, you know, for chefs, it's difficult because you're on your feet all day working and suddenly you're sat at home and you're thinking, oh, my God, what am I going to do? So for me, I, I try to keep busy and um, always, you know, keep cooking, doing all sorts of things. So I made you a dish, Nick. We have got, basically, it's a hug in a bowl. <laughs> it's slow braised beef brisket stew with onions, carrots, celery, big chunks of uh, beef brisket that I've slow cooked in the, uh, in the slow cooker, really nice. Wow. And serve that with some um, horseradish mash and some spinach. Now, the spinach I've just um, cooked in a little butter but the horseradish mash, this is a really nice trick. So you make your mashed potato like you would normally, and then just add a couple of tablespoons of horseradish, and it gives it a really, really good flavor. And the brisket uh, stew, all I did there was fry some onions, some carrots, um, added the big chunks of beef brisket, uh, and fried that off and got some brown color on the, on the um, outside of the meat. And then added some red wine because, uh, yeah, I think that gives it a little I, bit of depth. I was going to add that anyway. <laughs> we're all like, a, you know, we're, we're all trying to be good and not drinking a glass of wine a night. 
Yeah, so I added the wine and then you um, add some beef stock or if you haven't got beef stock, you could have a stock cube and some cold water. <clears throat> and then you sit it on the on the side in the slow cooker or if you if you're cooking it on the stove, just a nice slow simmer for about two. I cooked this overnight, so it was in there on low for about 16 hours and it's soft it's tender it falls in bits when you eat it and brisket is one of those cuts that i think is very underutilized as as beef um it's the sort of the bit under the neck so the neck of the beef and then underneath that is the brisket a lot of people use it in summer for barbecues and things but uh, just and another little hack to show you so i've got here a spoon Yep. And I've covered this spoon in cling film. It's a big spoon and I've covered it in cling film. And this is how you make a perfect quinelle shape with your mashed potato, your horseradish mash. You just push it round in the bowl and it creates what they call a quinelle. So it's a bit of a chefy thing to do, yeah. but it makes your dish. It gives it a really nice finish. Yeah. And I'll send you a photo of that, mate. So, <laughs> I thought for a second you'd have that little to do in lockdown. You'd started covering all your cutlery in cling film. <laughs> no, no, it's not that bad. <laughs> it's not that bad. A great way of getting that shape. Can we talk about where where you would recommend um, to get nice meat from that's that's still open? Well, for me, it's it's local butchers, it's local farm shops. These guys need our support now more than ever. And, uh, you know, I try to buy all my meat from local butchers or farm shops. Uh, and I think what it does is it gives you a really great flavor. You know, you buy meat from a supermarket and it's bright red. This meat, this brisket was burgundy colored with yellowy looking fat in it. And that, that says to me, wow, that's, you know, aged beautifully. And the flavor of that, the whole house smells like beef stew. It's, it's brilliant. <laughs> Can I mention, can I mention, because I went at the start of the week, I went to, and, and they're open through lockdown, Sykes House Farm at... Oh, West. yes. They, I know Rachel, and, and yeah, I know the guys up at Sykes. Yeah, Robert as well. Fantastic. Yes, so they've got a lovely butcher shop, which is, which is, which is, which is open, that they're open throughout lockdown. I think it's probably one of the differences in, in lockdown two to lockdown one, more more food places are are, are open for for things like obviously butchers for meat. What what is that? What is the difference then? Is it is it the way the meat is 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 it fresher then, or is it just the way it's been? Actually, it's it's almost the opposite in that um, when meat is slaughtered, it it's bright red, and then when it's aged the the sort of the white of the fat often you'll see a steak in a supermarket and the meat will be bright red and there'll be a little if it's sirloin steak there'll be a little fleck of fat at the top and that'll be white whereas if you see a, a sirloin steak in a butcher shop the meat will be burgundy and there'll be tiny little flecks of fat running through the meat and the fat on the top will be a bit yellowy now that's not saying it's off at all. That's saying it's been hung and matured. And what that does is that breaks down all the fibers in the fat and in, in the meat. And you know, when people say, oh, it ate like butter, the steak, you know, you cut it and it ate like butter. 
that's how you get that because it's the quality of the meat that you buy in the first place. <laughs> yeah, well, it's all about quality, Nick. Yes, uh, quality and matured. You know, it's all music to my ears. This and, and <laughs> pickled in red wine, obviously as well. I think you know, there's uh, there's a few of us around here who, who fit that bill. To be honest with you, <laughs> what, else, what else do you do? Obviously, you'll be keeping in touch with all of your different contacts and, and all the hotels and restaurants and things that you work with over. Yes, yes. It's weird, isn't it, for for um, hospitality because these places are never really closed, are they? To be honest, no. Uh, you're going from doing everything to suddenly doing nothing and it is strange and some places i'm working with are doing takeouts some some aren't you know and it's what works for them um and if they are doing takeout they're then you know everything has to be boxed and presented nicely and and costed you have to cost in the the price of the box that you put the stuff in and the bamboo cutlery or whatever it is you're using and all that stuff you know it, it needs somebody to work it out so i've been doing a lot of that recently <laughs> yeah, yeah. and it's just how the job is changing you know and i've been doing some online stuff uh i've been doing some cookery mini cookery demos online all all sorts of things keeping out of mischief nick <laughs> no i really like i really like all the all the videos and i think and i think it's like you say it's it's not the, the cooking is is really good to watch but where the food comes from, I think, I mean, we're all getting more and more interested, aren't we, in, in where our food comes from? Very much so. And now in lockdown, everybody is a good cook now. And the, the, I think, you know, before, before the first lockdown, everybody liked to have a go at cooking and would maybe have a try something different, maybe once a month, you know, as a bit of a special thing. Now people are trying different things. That's why... You know, dishes like the brisket, not many people will have made uh, a stew or a slow cooked dish using brisket. And I think it's about taking these old fashioned sort of lesser used cuts and make, that's where the flavor is. You ask a butcher what to make a stew out of, and I bet you it'll say brisket, or, you know, you ask a butcher what, what um, steak would they have? They'll, they'll probably say something like, oh, slow braised ox cheek, you know, rather than a, a sirloin steak it's for them it's about the flavor yeah and of course it's quite a good it's we're getting to i always think of christmas as a good foodie time of year because because you never rarely do you ever think oh I, you know i must i must be good this time of year generally <laughs> everybody likes to have a treat at christmas nick yeah so so i mean we're, we're coming into a time of year when when you know lockdown lockdown one when it was it was kind of barbecue season and and there was a lot of there was a lot of um bread uh, be, being made that seemed to be the trend on on yes and places but i wonder if lockdown two it might be more winter dishes and yes i think it's i think you know we, we're all a bit bruised by all this we're all you know we're all just trying to get through it and i think we all want comfort food and that's why something like stew it is a hug in a bowl it really does warm you through and you know if you're a vegetarian a vegetarian sweet potato mushroom stew is as as good as as a, a beef one you know it, it's just about if I was doing something like that, I'd stick some um, smoked paprika in there and some red onion and get some real caramelization on the, on the vegetables and probably still use the red wine and still use a vegetable stock and 
you know, thicken it. I'd probably put some tomato puree and some uh, chopped tomatoes in there as well. Well, the only sad thing about this compared to how we, how we would normally do things like this is I can't taste it. So, I mean, I'm, you know, yeah. I'm <laughs> crisps now. I have to say that the whole house does smell like beef stew. It does oh. smell very, very, uh, very nice. Oh. Some pictures and we'll put them on, uh, we'll put them on, on social. We'll do, we'll do. Well, brilliant to talk to you, Nick. You too, you too. And should we do another one at the same time next week? Sounds good to me. Thank you very much to Steph. And you can see some of Steph's videos on the blogs bit of our website, yourharrogate.co.uk. Tomorrow's special guest is Sally from Harrogate Mumbler. And we're doing a little Zoom and talking about what we learned in lockdown one to help us in lockdown two and all of that as well. Thank you very much to our sponsors, Hacks, Hacks Construction, and I hope you have a lovely day and I'll speak to you tomorrow.